1973, Bruce Lee launched a flying kick at the American movie world with Enter the Dragon. Fed up with secondary roles in American television and ready to attack the movie stateside, Lee starred in and co-wrote what became the fourth biggest movie of the year, and by far the biggest martial arts movie that had yet been made. It practically created the genre, while dabbling in everything from the spy movie to blaxploitation. Sadly, it was a posthumous success for Bruce Lee, but we're lucky to have it. So sit back, pour yourself a glass of whatever distilled Asian beverage you can get your hands on, and picture yourself at a wild party in Han's palace. You have our gratitude. It's time for Episode 8 of Toasting the Classics, Enter the Dragon. So, I want to know, do you have anything you're so good at? Do you have any skill in your life that you're so adept at that you've reached a spiritual level? Have you ever moved beyond the physical with one of your skills and, and hit the spiritual level? Yes. And what skill? Is it something you can talk about on a family-friendly podcast? Or no. What, what? Okay. No. It involves roller skates and chocolate pudding. It's, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. I'll tell you after. Uh, all right. Yeah. After this is. We'll probably over. finish the bottom of this. <laughs> drunk and all. Welcome to Toasting the Classics with... Uh, Dave MacArthur, Clint Lanier. I got it in. I'm yeah, first. Yeah, you did. There we go. <laughs> so uh, today's classic we are are talking about and per, and per perchance toasting is the 1974 classic Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. This is uh, David's pick. I would never pick this, anything as uh, as, as what as, as, as low as awesome low as amazing as this. Oh. So I have to admit that I love this film. Right, I always love this movie. So he's biased, but right it's off the start. but it's it can be appreciated on two levels. One is spectacular martial arts film. Mm. The other is ridiculous, like, <laughs> just ridiculous. Like um, the the whole black exploitation thing yeah. with Jim Kelly and like the way that Bruce Lee talks and everything about this movie can be seen on two levels of yeah. hilarity and also genuinely an awesome martial uh -huh. arts movie. And I've just always enjoyed the film. I've watched yeah. it. Many, many times over the years. And I, <laughs> I, I'm spoiling it for everybody. I really like this movie. So yeah, just so. put that out there. So I had a lot of fun watching it again. It's been a long time. I don't time. know, viewers, should we really be that biased about, about I think something I mean, yeah, that we're going into? It's possible. I mean, maybe I should recuse myself Perhaps. from the toast. Yeah. Although, like we said, whoever's having it foisted upon them is the deciding vote. Yeah, so it's up to Clint at the end of the day. It's up to Clint at the end of the day whether we toast this classic. That's a good point. What do you think? Did you have fun? Yeah, no, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a fun movie. Have <laughs> I, you watched it a bunch of times before? Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, okay. I I, right. I I had some things that I learned about it as you know doing the research and and so forth. The whole thing was was redubbed. Like everything was redubbed. Every sound effect was okay. completely redubbed, and all the voiceovers were redubbed. Okay. After the fact. Yeah. So what could they when have possibly Bru sounded like before? When, They're so when, bad. Uh, when Bruce Wee. <laughs> Is talking like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's it is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Oh, but don't don't concentrate, concentrate on, on the, finger. the finger, or you'll, you'll miss, miss all that <laughs> heavenly glory. Right. So all of that. How can you not appreciate that on two levels? That's what I'm trying to say. That is well, hilarious. They, they, they not, it is such bad. Not only such do they, bad pronunciation, not only do they have to say it, but it's also it, spectacular. Not only did they say it on film the first time, but then right. they cut it on tape the second time to put on. So it must have sounded worse the first time. That's what yeah, I, that's what's and, hard and to imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down a whole list of great lines. Just 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 one. I don't want to ruin them all at once, but there's just a there, bunch there of really great are, lines. There really are there are a film. lot a lot of really it's great lines. Eminently quotable. Um a lot of stuff I didn't uh, I didn't know about the movie. Let's okay. see. Um okay. The actor who played was it uh, Saxon? Yeah, John Saxon. John Saxon. He's the best actor in the film, by the way. He's a real actor. He's really good. <laughs> he's, he's I mean, only, he's not really good. I'm, I'm taking that he, too he's, far. He's the only actor in the but film. But there's a couple of lines he delivers. He has a couple of quips, and I'm like, yeah. okay, there's a guy who actually can act. Well, like, he, he is an actual yeah, actor. Exactly. You know, unlike exactly. all the rest of them. Yeah. But he's an actor that... that uh, he just died. He just died I last know. year. Maybe I mean, even... He was in, he was I don't a, think it was COVID-related, but... Uh, no. Well, it's probably old age within, related. I think yeah. it was Alzheimer's is what they said. But. Well, I mean, he's, I think he was born in the 30s, so... He was 90 or something. Yeah. But he was he was genuinely, he was like a fifth degree black belt. So he was a black belt in both judo and like, uh, you know, karate. Right. When they when they made this movie. So he'd been uh, practicing. So they made this movie, what, 74? 74. Yeah. And I think he, they said that he'd been um, like a student of, of martial arts since like 56 or something like that. So he was legitimately into it. Yeah. These are those actors that, 
that would do those things back in the day, you know? And sure, sure. It's kind of um, a little B-movie, you know, to some extent. Like a martial yeah. arts film was not considered a major genre. Right. It wasn't like a – that wasn't a big This is the only movie. one he ever did, by the way. He he, he, he Jackson? Yeah, he, um, he refused to – Yeah, he, he did never, other movies, but there yeah, were – No, yeah, the only martial arts of, yeah. movie, yeah, that yeah. he ever did. But, cause he didn't I want flipped to be through his cast, IMDb. But. There might have been a few names I've heard of of the uh-huh. movies, but he was a working actor for like 40 years. Like oh, yeah. All kinds of Nightmare on Elm Street? Come on. Yes, that was what, that know? was the one where I was like, okay, what yeah. was who was he in Nightmare on Elm Street? Cop. He was the cop? Yeah, he was one of the cops, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he, and that's actually what he was really good at. He was good at playing cops and mm-hmm. like. Oh, he has a face he, like a. Yeah, like he has a, like well, you could open, he's a heavy. Open a can with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's like, a heavy. Yeah. So he played the heavy and probably Gunsmoke and in all kinds of other shows he like that. Western, yeah, yeah Western, yeah, stuff like that. But he he was cool to to really learn about. You know, he reminded me of. Have you have you seen? And we've talked about it before, actually. Yeah, I know we've talked about it before. Okay. Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh well, clearly there's a connection to this with, film, uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio's character, um, but he became a B movie type of thing. Sure. Okay, so Saxon like went to Italy for right. the '60s and '70s, and and even into the '80s. Man, he was making movies in Italy all the time. Why not? And uh, and action movies and stuff like that. I would so, do it. I'm actually available for any Italian directors that are casting. A, a Perfectly happy to go make right. movies in Italy. So. And he speaks perfect Italian. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. yeah. Trying no. to think of something to say in Italian. It's <laughs> I know. completely slipping my mind. Yeah, I know. That was fun. Oh, um, Arrivederci. <laughs> Remember Brad Pitt and Glorious Bastards? He's like, Arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> yeah, he said that ironically, though. No, 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 no. He's like supposed to not speak a single word of Italian. And they're all they're all talking in that that scene where um, yeah, but he says Christopher Vites, Christopher Vites comes in and, and he's like, Arrivederci. Uh, the, the Jim Kelly yeah, right. Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, black spoiled. Who's your Who's your favorite character? Who do you, Who do you like? Who would you pick if you were playing Street Fighter today, and you had to use a character from this movie? Well, Saxon, obviously. Saxon would yeah. be your guy. Okay. Kelly dies. No, I mean just for you know round one fight. Like yeah. you gotta have your guy. Like pick, choose your fighter. Probably Saxon. Saxon. Okay. Yeah, because he uh, he doesn't he doesn't fight fair. <laughs> he fights to so he there's fights that to win. Scene, so there's the scene where they're having like a betting uh-huh. match, and uh-huh. it's like. Jim Kelly fights. Yeah. The guy watches them fight, and Saxon's went like loses some money to him. No, he wins. He wins some money. Yeah. And then Saxon fights. Uh-huh. And somehow Jim Kelly's betting with the guy, but John Saxon keeps looking at him, and I'm like, no one else is picking up on this. Yeah, like, they're, yeah. No one, they're, they're, this they're, professional better. They're fixing it. Who, who looked know. a lot like... Like an Asian Charlie Chaplin or something. Charlie right? Chaplin yeah. or there was a little or, bit or of, Hitler, yes. maybe a little yeah. bit of Hitler, a little bit of yeah. Hitler. Yeah. What? Would that, what? Was, how would that? How was that guy supposed to be tricked into that bet? That, uh, made, that I, scene. You know. I have seen this movie probably well, twenty times. If, if that you, scene if you, never if you, makes sense. Okay, to me. so if you watch it, watch it again. Okay. Knows the difference between Saxon like nodding his head like can you know can we can we bet now? Right. And then Kelly doing it. Like, Kelly, like, barely moves his head. He's just like... He, he kind of almost looks like somebody could get away with it. But yeah. Saxon, he's, what, 30 or 40 feet away <laughs> well, in the middle the of a fight. That's the point, though. He's, like, way out there. So if you, I guess you have to look for it. I guess, yeah, I don't know. You would think the guy would be a little right. more aware of what's going on around So him. in the original know. script, though, it was Saxon that was supposed to die. Not Kelly. Oh. And, and and then they realized they broke the rule the black guy always dies? or what, like, <laughs> No, Saxon. I hate that about this Saxon movie. Was I have the, always hated Saxon that Saxon was the movie. only, he was actually a, he was actually a star, you know, oh, at that time. Right. And, uh, and he was the only one that was an actor. Right. And so they needed him kind of in the movie to, to say we have an actor in the movie. And so he's like, he looked at the script. He's like, I'm right. not going to die. And they're like, okay, we'll rewrite it. And so they made Kelly die. So they made Jim Kelly die. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was a weird scene uh, when he goes up there and uh, there's like this psychedelic thing going on. Like they go into this room, this like drug this opium den. Yeah, yeah. All the girls all this, laughing yeah, and that stuff. That was weird. Yeah. I didn't choose it, but it was candidate for biggest surprise. I did not remember <laughs> how weird that scene was. Yeah, it was a weird scene. I remembered when he goes into Han's office and he's like, and he's like, man, you come right out of a comic you book. I right love out of that a comic line. Book. That is a great line. Like, yeah. Um, I remembered all that, and I remembered he ends up bad, um, but I didn't remember. That sequence was weird. Very. Also, yeah. you know what? I actually watched a version of this, had it on tape, and watched it many, many times that was the TV version. Okay. That was missing some, like, there's some nudity in this version. Hardly. I, there's really not that much. But, but I, mean, I was, I, when yeah. I was watching it this time, I was like, wait, what? That's a boob. I was like, what, what is, <laughs> what's going on here? I don't remember. True. As a 12-year-old boy. As a 12-year-old boy, that yeah. would have been ingrained in my yeah, conscience. That's like, true. Yeah, that Actually, this probably would have been like a TNA movie. 
Yeah. Not a martial arts movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Anything that John <laughs> Tony Katane died today, by the way. Tony Katane is somebody I just looked up a few days ago because I didn't know who she was. What? And somebody mentioned her on a podcast I listened to, actually. actually not I had to Google her. Well, I, I knew her when I saw her. You are of age um, to, to know. But she looked like she had a bunch of stuff done to her when she got older. Yeah. Plastic surgery, like she went yeah. kind of crazy with it, it looked like. Um, that's, I'm sorry to hear that, that she, that she passed away. I don't know what happened, but. Well, um, they haven't really released not, it, but. Not that old. No, I remember, Maybe you know. 10 years older than we are? Like Yeah, she 50s. was in her late 50s, yeah. Yeah, okay. Man, she was it. That was the impression I got. All, this all the, this uh, guy on the podcast I listened to is like about 50, and yeah. he was like, he mentioned her name, and you could hear the two of them kind of pause. Oh, you know? Yeah. That's, she was maybe <laughs> should, before no, my no, time. No, seriously, go look up some White Snake videos with, with her in it. She, uh-huh. She's the one dancing on the hood of the car. Okay. You know, and like crazy. I recognized her. When I looked her yeah. up, I recognized her. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That's that's uh, a little bit of Bader Meinhof there where you, yeah. you thir- learn about something, and then the two uh, days later yeah. they die. You're right. Like, okay. Is that my fault? Did I do that? No. I hope but not. Yeah, that'd be bad. Never be bad learn about my family. <laughs> yes. No, I don't know your family. I don't yeah, know good. About them. Yeah, that's why we don't. That's why we never go to your house. By the way. Yeah, I think my guy. I think the one I would pick mm-hmm. is that jerk from New Zealand. <laughs> you would pick you him. That guy. That guy's the, the worst. Guy on the boat. What a what a dick. I yeah. Mean, sorry. I know, pardon no. my French, but yeah. Oh, he just like goes over and he's kicking the basket. I'm like, how are you learning yeah. martial arts and you're that much of a jerk? Well, like, you must have had some. That's the point, though. I mean, that's the point. Is you're he's, dedicating your life. He's a big to jerk. a certain philosophy, and you don't learn any of it. Like, I don't no. know. I, I don't know. It was weird. It was well, a weird you know, sequence. I, you know, it's it's kind of strange though, because then you have um, the heavy that worked for Han, not O'Hara, but uh, O'Hara. Not Ohara. No, not Ohara. Oh, yeah. you're talking about Bolo. Bolo, yeah. Bolo is. So, by the way, Bolo, in his own right, martial arts actor. Yes. He's in a bunch of cool movies. He's that in guy's, every movie. He's good. in Bloodsport. He's good in this. I think. I think he's he, good in this. He one. upped his 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 steroids and oh, yeah. got he's, into Bloodsport in the 1980s against. He's a beast. In this, against, uh, he is a beast in against. This movie. Um, so I was Van Dam. So I did martial arts for years and years, and did I used you? to have this argument with people all the time because the idea that the little guy can beat the big guy uh-huh. is so popular in films and things sure. like that, yeah. a trope that you start to think it's reality. Yeah, you start to think that yeah, the, probably the little guy has an advantage, right. right? And I remember arguing like, our teacher was a terrific martial artist, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but he was about five foot seven mm-hmm. and he weighed 120 pounds, soaking wet. And there was this guy in our class who was at a high level who was about 6'5", 300 pounds. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure Jared would beat, like up, beat up our teacher. Jake Logan like, versus yeah. uh, Floyd Mayweather. And people were mad at me for saying that, you know. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's just reality. You know, right. like, who would you rather fight, Bruce Lee or Bolo? Yeah. Bolo well, that's scary. True. That's a scary dude. I wouldn't yeah. want anything to do. And I know they, they play it up that he's scary because he kills people that he fights with. But, but Saxon kicked him. He kicked him in the crotch, and he, and he what, died? He killed what, him. What is going he, on there? No, he killed him because he kicked him so hard. So if I get kicked in the, in the, in the crotch really hard, dude, I'm, I'm just going to die? Coconuts break, they break. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Can you explain I don't know. to me the ideology of how a person I, dies you know, from I don't being quite, kicked I don't in the crotch? Actually, you're married to a, a doctor. That's what I like mean. Like a medical yeah, doctor. I, I, so you might ask her. I'm going to make a little note and yeah. go home and ask. And I yeah. hope she doesn't teach me. You know. <laughs> well, that, that's a really good point because I uh, I had to like look at that again. Yeah. Like I watched it. Yeah. Rewound it. And I'm like, okay, what did he do again? Yeah. Kicked him really hard. Right. And then the guy died. Yeah, the other one that doesn't make sense to me, very similar, uh-huh. when he fights Ohara, okay. which I think is like a Chinese version of O'Hara. I think he's supposed to be an Irish guy named O'Hare or O'Hara. Right? Yeah, well, obviously he's a white dude. They should call him Ohara. Yeah, yeah but the white dude. Big I, when I was a kid, I didn't connect those two things. I was okay. just like, why is this guy named Ohara? Ohara. That doesn't sound yeah, like yeah, a, that doesn't yeah. sound like That's this weird. white dude with yeah. a fro. Like, you sure. know, it looks kind of like Jack Tripper a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, but he, he, he beats him. And at the end of the fight, jumps up in the air and, like, lands on him with two feet. And he, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. You know. How does that kill somebody? Well, I, I, I think I think he, like, like landed on his, like, his throat. On his what? On his what throat you, or something. I guess. Yeah. He did that. It doesn't like, look like a particularly powerful strike. Is but he I'm did saying. that in like, a few movies. Like, he like does that, that twice in this movie. He does a he, jump yeah. on somebody. And I'm like, that's not straight. That doesn't look mm. like a. That looks about as strong as Captain Kirk's two handed <laughs> overhand chop. I know. somebody. I'm like, well, what the, do they just do? The part that always bothers me when he, when he would do that, when Bruce Lee would do that, is like, it looks like he's in pain or something. Like he. he would well, do it's this. the guy who 
didn't kill his sister, but led to his sister's death. Right. So he's getting a lot of emotional content. Right. We need emotional content. Em- emotional. We get content, a lot of emotional yeah. content out of uh, out of him killing this guy. Right. So I mean so, that that sort of makes sense. So a little bit. Before right? we move on any further, okay. have you ever seen Kentucky Fried Movie? I have a note here that we should talk about Kentucky Fried Movie. Have you seen? Yes, it? Kentucky okay. Fried Movie loved Enter Once the Dragon. Once more with feeling. <laughs> You we you have <laughs> our gratitude. Once more with feeling. He's, he's like, yeah. oh, he like throwing. Once yeah. more with feeling. Okay. I don't remember so. anything about Kentucky Fried Movie except the Enter the Dragon parody. There's the bit. Yeah. There's the bit where. Is it like in, Amazon Women on the Moon or something? I don't like that, remember. I there's, there's a whole one. bunch of offensive. There's it's uh, terrible. There's it's <laughs> not even remembering the movie. I'm I'm canceling it. I, I, <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble. For, that movie is Why? inappropriate. Uh, it's yeah. not. No, it's a movie. It's it's funny. It's yeah. supposed to be stupid. So there's a bit where they it makes fun of people in the in the actual which is movie. What you could do in a real world? Han Han takes him down to that cage he has in the basement, uh-huh. filled with men. For some reason, he's like, we found these people in bars. They're men that no longer care right. about what. And in Kentucky Fried Movie, they've got multiple cages, <laughs> and he's like, this cage is drunken men, <laughs> yeah. and this cage is men who no longer care. <laughs> Wait, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I no longer care, but I'm not drunk. But, but get in the other cage. Yeah, get in the other cage. <laughs> I was like, oh, only someone who loved Enter the Dragon as much as me <laughs> would know what the heck they're talking about. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. So it's we're really gonna, obscure, we're go deep there, cut. The the name of the, uh, the just the names. Okay. In in Kentucky Fried Movie. I don't remember them. Don't remember Edify the me. Okay. Edify me. Here's some edification for you. So they're announcing the names of the fighters, and it'd be like, Hung Solo. Oh, come on. <laughs> you see what I mean? But, but, but the, worst oh. part, the worst part is, by the time, like, it, they, they purposely get more and more ridiculous. Right. Like, the first one would, would be like. Is that like, the movie with Don, Don Carlos from Bakersfield? No, that's something else. <laughs> Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember the one I'm talking? This is Don Diego from some, from San Francisco, and this is Don Francisco from San Diego, and this <laughs> is Don is. Carlos from yeah, Bakersfield. Yeah, I think it is. No, what is? Th- I, I don't, don't know. It's, uh, yeah, maybe all three of me. Amazon might be three of me. Amazon Women on the Moon, and and uh, and and then Zorro the Gay Blade. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Zorro the Gay Blade. I mean, actually. what? No. Yeah, I've never oh, seen my God. it. By that movie cannot exist. <laughs> cannot exist in 2021. Where, Zorro, Zorro has a gay brother oh, that comes back to. It was a uh, really funny movie, but uh, anyway, let's. I think we're, we might be digressing. We might be digressing. <laughs> no, into like sticky so. 70s comedy. Like I don't know if that's. But you didn't let me get to my point. Oh, did you have one? Yeah, I did. Okay. All right. Shoot. Okay. Actually, I can't remember <laughs> what it was. You, it was. You it was, was about it was, the names of. Uh, yes, and they were all offensive. No, no. Well, the point about the names was they they started out with like really kind of like. Uh, fairly benign names, and then right. by the time they get to the end of the name, it, it's like my penis is really big. Or uh, okay, stupid okay. like that. It's like that's it was, funny it because was that's kind of like we were saying about the Mel Brooks jokes. It's making fun of the people. Exactly. Who make fun yeah, of the Asian that's names. exactly. Okay, what good. It was I, doing. All right, you came around. Full well, actually, circle. actually, all of I think Kentucky Fried Movie it it satired caricatures. I like to say satirized yeah. as a verb. Uh, satire. If you go out this door, you'll see a, a, a few diplomas on the wall. Oh, here. yeah. Satiring. Oh, how about that? All right. I'm getting uh, kind of satired of <laughs> you saying that. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they're, they're making fun of the people making fun of it, as you said. Yes. Yes. Uh, you came around full circle and I'm with you again on that. I, I, yeah. Good. I'm glad it went that which way. I Which I, I really dig. They don't just make fun of it for make, making right. fun of its sake. They're, right. Making fun of the tropes. There's this one. So we were talking about the where he kills Ohara. Uh huh. There's this one guy he talks to. No, sorry. He talks to this other guy that looks crazy. But when that fight's going on, there's this one guy who looks like he's got like one <laughs> yeah, eye. That's like <laughs> something terrible happened to him. And it's not part of the story. I don't or anything. get that. Yeah. I was just like, why do you have a shot of that yeah. guy? Why don't you ask that guy to stand? At the, we need extras. But can you get to the back? Because there's something horribly we, wrong yeah. with your eye. We need like, extras that don't stand out. Yeah, like right. It's distracting. Yeah, You're I like, know. this is yeah. the okay. This is the dramatic scene where Bruce Lee <laughs> right. finally gets gives the comeuppance but, but to the guy that murdered yeah. his sister. But let's 
Why are, what are you doing with your <laughs> freaking a, eye? Let's in the give a shot of a guy yeah. with his really weird yes. freaking face. One eye's like barely yeah. open. We're like, wait, like, what? If that guy yeah. had had an eye patch and a parrot on one shoulder, it would have been less distracting than the way <laughs> his actual really face point. looks. That's a great point. It was really yeah. out of place. Yeah. It was a really cool cool um, piece of trivia for that, that scene. So apparently they didn't okay. have candy glass or sugar glass. Oh, because he's got the bottles that he Yeah, the bottles. Those were real bottles. Ohara's treasury has and apparently, us. apparently, he stuck one through Bruce's hand. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he didn't. He didn't mean to. Obviously, it was. It was. It was real glass. Yeah, it was real glass. So, is there a story reason why there were two bottles there? Because I had that thought. I was watching it this time. Why are the two bottles? I, there? I had forgotten where he breaks the bottles yeah. and comes after him. So when Ohara gets knocked down, yeah, I was literally looking and I was like. Who left those bottles there? <laughs> and he gets up and grabs them as weapons. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, at least there's there, no story. Reason at least why they're, they're different distant. colors, though. I mean, because because there's, there's like, like a green bottle and a brown yeah, yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. At least they're like they're bottles of like Heineken and who else do we want it to to not to plug? Have? Oh, no, uh, to not to have on this. Uh, oh, show. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like you remember Double Dragon, the video game. Yes. You pick well, up throw things, it. Yeah, 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 pick yeah, them up it. and throw them. In. I thought it was like yeah. that. It's just like there's objects laying around. Like, why is there a baseball bat in the middle of the street? I don't know, but Abobo is going to pick it up and we'll hit you over it. the head with it. So, But I thought it was kind of cool. He picked up two bottles and smashed them together. And, right. But uh, I thought it was kind of neat that... Uh, it wasn't cool. It was treacherous. Oh, it was treacherous. It was very it? treacherous. Yeah. He well, disgraced that, us. But that was the kind he of guy he was. He was. He was a bad guy. So I looked at him up, his story up. He, he's got a really cool story. He, um, again, the guy is like a, a mar- martial arts first. Been in a ton of movies. He, I uh, think he trained under Chuck Norris. So Chuck Norris originally had a dojo in California, in, in be, the LA, guess, LA yeah. area. And so he trained. And so he was like one of uh, Norris's main students before Norris became big, right? Okay. And so Norris kind of, you know, became big than he did as a originally a stunt guy doing, you know, uh, uh, martial arts and stuff like that. And so that's kind of, he's been in a ton of movies, that guy. Really? Yeah. Huh. One of that whole crew of the 70s and 80s, you know, martial arts actors. Yeah. We used to have this uh, almost like a clip movie that my buddy and I would watch. It was like the the, the deadliest art. Uh-huh. And it was just like clips of different martial arts movies over the years. And there was like Cynthia Rothrock and all these people from the seventies and eighties that were martial artists. And, uh, Oh, Cynthia Rothrock. She was, she's, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> she was so funny. She was like, when there, uh, this, she had uh, a studio near my house in Pittsburgh, actually. Really? Cynthia Rothrock martial arts. And I was just wasn't like, wasn't there, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there, there was a fitness guru named powers, or something like that. She was uh, she was like blonde, bleach hair, and she like had like a crew top. I almost for a second pictured who you're talking about. Yeah, something powers. Okay, isn't Cynthia Rothrock kind of the same thing vibe? Like she had like she had short hair. Like um, she had like leotards or something like that. I mean, she was like, yeah, she sort of. I'm trying to. She's got a gi in the picture that I'm thinking of. Does she? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not really. I'll just go look her up. Yeah, we watched one of her because we had that clip movie, so we tried yeah. to track down all the movies that yeah. were in it. <laughs> it was a bunch of good stuff. It's like things that Bolo was in, like on his own, and like uh, uh, Jackie Chan and uh, that that other guy, uh, Sammo Hung. Like all mm-hmm. these guys. Like we just love these guys. Yeah. My, my friend and I would watch them. What was the name? Sammo Hung. Okay. Yeah, I know. What? I know. I didn't say anything. Sammo, large penis, I guess is what you're trying to go with. Wow. So I wasn't even thinking he, of that. Um, it was, uh, so we would, we, we would put this tape on. Uh-huh. They used to have these things called tapes, yeah. videotapes <laughs> on VHS recorder. And we would watch this movie, and we could not get through 20 minutes of the movie before we would just be beating the absolute crap out of each other. Right. You, in you, the house. Because you do it all Jumping over stuff, couches yeah. and flipping. Yeah. Hit, you know, just... Just having a blast, yeah, you know, when, we're, when yeah. we were little guys. It was, it was a lot of fun. And it ended with this, like, half-hour-long tribute to Enter the Dragon, narrated <laughs> right. by John right. Saxon. And, and really? Him, oh, he was like, cool. I had the chance to be in the greatest martial arts movie <laughs> of history, yeah. Enter the Dragon. You know, yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool. You have to be careful with martial arts stuff. You start you start trying to kill each other. Yeah, well, obviously, it's yeah. natural, so. It's a martial art. Yeah. I like yeah. It's not, it's not like painting. Painting It's not art. that kind of art. Yeah. It's martial art. Yeah, it's not like a Bob Ross art. So do you want to bust out the drink? It's up to you, man. I mean... I yeah. think we should bust out the drink. And I it's, have... It's, uh, he brought he brought two shot glasses and... I uh, have to apologize. Fantastic. I have to he, apologize he, he, because... Ladies and gentlemen, live, he brought malt liquor. Malt to, liquor? 
Yeah, for oh. in, in honor of Jim Kelly in the black exploitation. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, by the way. No, 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 no. That's not what this is about. Okay. So what is it? I have sinned, and I have to tell everybody okay. because we live here in the outer rim territories at the edge of the galaxy where we don't have access to the uh, transport lanes of the core like the rest of you. Um, so we cannot get Baiju, which is what I wanted to get. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could have gone down the El Paso if I'd had more time. Wow. That's, um, a, that's a deep pull right there. But that's what I wanted yeah. to have because Baiju's there's a scene tough. in Han's Palace where mm-hmm. it's just like a total Chinese bacchanal, right? Like yeah. they got these bowls of, of liquor. I'm yeah. guessing some kind of plum liquor. I think it's Baiju. So that's what I wanted to get. Yeah. Can't get that here. Yeah. We have a really nice liquor store, Kelly's Liquor Store. Give them a pro- give them a plug. Yeah. Um, all they have is soju. So, like I said, I know my Asian people out there are going to be angry at me about this, but I brought Korean liquor to deal with Enter the Dragon. So I've got Jinro Plum Soju. Yeah. That we're no, gonna that's have. fine. Absolutely. And we're going to drink it neat. This is the most popular liquor on the planet because there are how many people that drink because it? Because there are a lot of people in Asia. Yeah. That's right. There's, I always say that it's like there are cities in China. Mm-hmm you and I can't name that have more people than Chicago. Right. That's just the scale you're dealing with when yeah. you're talking about Asia. Everything is bigger. There's so many more people. Right. So this liquor, which obviously I've had soju many mm-hmm. times, um, but this is supposedly, according to their website, this is the most popular liquor on so the what planet. Is, so what is soju? So soju is, it is a distilled liquor from various, it actually can be made from different things. And baiju as well can be made from different starches. Is it a lot like Vodka, um, but it's their version? Yeah, it's a neutral, I think it's a neutral grain spirit, right? I, I think, think so, Basically, because yeah. it doesn't matter what it's yeah. made from, it can be a neutral grain I mean, they, spirit. They just call it but like you, moonshine but, or whiskey or But they were talking like about yeah. how this particular company uh-huh. has ethanol delivered to them. So I'm thinking that mu- they must be adding something to it so it's not a neutral. Hmm. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. it am I, is my logic correct there? I'm thinking that if you have ethanol delivered, I mean, that's your. it's already been distilled into... Right. An alcoholic drink. Do you, would you, yeah. do you want the Indy 500 glass? Yeah, Indy 500 glass. Or the Orioles. I'll drink no. from the Orioles. The Orioles just had a no-hitter this week, which is pretty exciting. First time since 1969. Didn't he walk somebody, though? He threw a wild pitch. Oh, that's what it was. On strike three. Yeah. And the guy ran to first base yeah. and then got thrown out afterwards. So it wasn't yeah. a perfect game. Right. It's the weirdest way to lose a perfect game yeah. I've ever seen. And I saw Max Scherzer lose a perfect game with two outs in the ninth. The guy leaned into a pitch and got hit by a pitch. Oof. And then he got the next guy yeah, out, yeah. no hitter. But I was like, couldn't you have? Really? I mean, but it was it, in in the guy's defense, wow. it was a one nothing game. So I will say, just uh, just nosing this thing. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, it smells good. It smells like well, yeah, that's yeah. A, it. Kind of smells like plum brandy. It's it smells kind of tasty, right? Right. So the um, hate to do this because it's Korean, but I mean it's a Korean liquor. So what I always used to say is gombe, which is which is like what you say when you drink, right? It's like okay. a cheers. So what it literally means, and I don't, I'm not advising this to you, okay. but what it literally means is, like, empty your glass. Ah. Okay. Okay. And it's pretty much the same, weirdly enough. Chinese is, like, gumbe. I don't speak Mandarin very well. Or I, don't, I can't emulate the tones, so don't quote me on that. But in Japan, they say kanpai. It's all related to the same etymology. I'm guessing coming from China originally. But anyway, don't actually drain your glass. Let's okay. sip on them because we have a little bit more podcasting to do. <laughs> and from the and from how half masked your eyes look already, I think yeah. I think that yeah, we need to prob- I probably. think we need to slow down our dish a little bit here. Probably good. There idea. we go. So All right. take a little sip of the plum uh, plum soju. That's not bad. No, that not doesn't bad taste like soju to me. No. That doesn't taste like soju well, at all. That doesn't taste like Because usually there's a little more alcohol taste to it. Yeah, that tastes like And it. this is yeah, this is a, the absolute low range uh-huh. of soju at thirteen percent. It can be as high as fifty. That's, like, that's wine. Yeah, that's like that's like a wine. Like so a wine. Yeah, we don't need fine. to be drinking that out of a shot glass. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. I think we can go ahead and pour up our regular <laughs> glasses. So why don't we go ahead and shoot that? Yeah. All right. I mean, just to make it a little more realistic. Combe. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That tastes like nothing. Yeah. All right. Like well, anyway, so there's a range yeah. with the with the proof on yeah. this particular type of liquor and baiju, usually stronger. Well, baiju. From what I've read about Baiju, it's Chinese moonshine. It's essentially vodka, right? Yeah. I mean, basically, it really is. Because vodka can be made from different starches yeah. as well, right? right. It's, it can be potatoes. It can yeah. be grain. It can be... You know what's funny is... is, is Baiju, every, Baiju is, traditionally is mm-hmm. sorghum. That's sort of like... It's not like a rule. Sorghum? But normally sorghum is what Baiju wow. is made from. Sorghum is like a funky, weird tasting thing, too. I don't even know. I don't so, know what, what do we use sorghum? Have I ever had anything made of sorghum? I, I yeah. I had bread. You can eat. buy. You can buy. Um, they make uh, gluten-free beer 
um, with sorghum. So they make sorghum beer. Okay. And it's like gluten-free beer. And it's freaking terrible. Yeah, that sounds gross. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, so you could get it. I mean, you can you can find it out there. Yeah, I'd like to. I, I wish I could have gotten appealing. down to El Paso and gotten this baiju because I kind of wanted to taste it. I've never had it. By the way, it's not an accident. Soju baiju. Mm. It means liquor in, in uh, Chinese. So oh, okay. it becomes the word yeah. in Korean as well. Yeah. And the uh, this one is chamisu, which kind of, I, I can't remember the, it, it, it's something about dew drops. Because when you distill and the and yeah. the, it collects on the sides, it looks like drops of dew. Okay. Is the etymology there for why it's called dew drops. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. You know, my other consideration was, my mm-hmm. other um, option that I thought of mm-hmm. was uh, actually Johnny Walker. Why would I choose Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker the, Red. Uh, the British Asian. Because the stuffy British Asian, yeah. right? Yeah. He's got this square bottle with yeah. a red label on it. Everything's been cleaned off of it. You can't see that it's Johnny Walker, yeah. but it's Johnny. It's a bottle of Johnny Walker Red. And he actually he makes a point to, do you want a drink? And sure uh, you won't have one? No. You sure you won't have one? Yeah. No. This is probably a pretty good segue to something that we should talk about with Bruce Lee. Because he's making a big point out of, like, my body's a temple. I don't uh-huh. drink alcohol, you know? Right. But the man died of a drug overdose. Right. Well, aspirin or whatever it was. Something. Something. Yeah. It's very fishy. You know, I've been a Bruce Lee fan most of my life, mm. and I still don't know. I don't know what I really think happened to the guy. I mean, he died of a cerebral edema. That's mm-hmm. the, like, coroner's fact. He took some kind of a, not over-the-counter, like a prescription painkiller, mm. but you're wondering, like, what happened there? You know, is, is there some kind of fishy thing going on. Why was he taking painkillers? What was that for? What was he even taking painkillers in the first place? Was he having a problem with painkillers? It's mm. weird because, he, cause like I said, he's like, a, my body is a temple taking yeah. himself. But he also experimented with steroids, did all kinds of weird, like, did you see the movie Dragon? Mm-hmm. Of course. You know when he's got that thing that's like, uh, he's got these electrodes that are that are manipulating yeah. his pecs yeah. to, like, strengthen them? Yeah. You know, like that kind of stuff, like cockamamie stuff that he was experimenting with. It would not surprise me if he got involved in some kind of drugs. And yeah. just being in Hollywood. Maybe. Yeah. Stuff like that. Do you think Brad Pitt could, could kick uh, Bruce Lee's ass? Brad Pitt? Brad, not Brad was that, Pitt. Was that, was that plausible to you, no. watching well, that well, fight? Not, between, between like a 50-year-old Brad Pitt well, and not, just theoretically Bruce Lee. Not Brad Pitt, but the guy that Brad Pitt was playing. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, even that character was supposed to be a little long on the tooth, right? Yeah, 50 years old. But, yeah. but the character was, was also a freaking gorilla. Bruce Lee, though? Yeah. Bruce Lee's five foot six, five foot seven, and, and little. We just talked about this. Yeah, but I don't, he wasn't big. Who? I don't think Brad Pitt's character was supposed to be he big. He was. What? No, he was. He was huge. Well, I mean, like, not huge. He was, he was, gorilla is the best way to put it. I mean, because, I mean, you could be like 5'10 and be a gorilla, I which, suppose, which, oh, which, uh, which know, means just like, you know, just <laughs> I, was at, big, I was at a bar one night, yeah. my, uh, my wayward youth, and, um, we were being a little recalcitrant about leaving. And the bouncer said, get out of here, meathead. Uh-huh. And I was like, meathead? Me? Oh, yeah. thank oh, you. Thank I, actually, you. I actually left oh. happy. I was like, oh, I can't believe feel, someone called me. Makes you feel so, yeah. so good. I was, okay, I was so, flattered. I was genuinely so flattered. The, the guy that, that uh, Brad Pitt is uh, supposed to be right. playing. Right. That, that, there is an actual character. So right? that, like, that dude was like six foot two. And like 220 pounds. He was a martial arts expert. Supposedly there was a guy that taught Bruce Lee a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a martial arts expert, and he was an ex, like, Navy SEAL and all this other stuff. Now that we know it's only 13%, I right. think we can drink a little deeper. So I can see that. I can totally see that part. In, in, uh, so the part that he's talking about is uh, in, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which is when, apparently our favorite movie. We talk about it Yeah, constantly. we talk about it It is actually time. pretty good. But. When, uh, when Bruce Lee, like, the character... In the movie of Bruce Lee is being a complete jerk. It's in the green, I don't know. Green Hornet. Know, green Hornet, yeah. When Bruce Lee actually played the, the sidekick of, of the Green Hornet. Kato. Yeah, Kato. And, Not uh, the one that lived in O.J. Simpson's shed, the different character. Right. Or the one that lived in uh, the Pink Panther. Um, oh, the guy that uh, would movies. attack him? Yeah, that yeah. would attack him all the time, yeah, yeah, Kato. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that guy named Cato also? I think, I think so. Oh, okay. I think so, or I something close that. to that. I don't think I've... Uh, but in any case... I shouldn't admit this. I'm always getting in trouble with you. So I don't Brad think, Pitt... I don't think I've seen Pink Panther. The original? You've never seen it? I think you should choose okay, that. I think well, you should choose that because yeah, I've never yeah, seen it. I think like, be, obviously not. Anyway, so so yeah, Brad Pitt you know, kicks the crap out of him. Brad Pitt's character does. It was based on a guy that was like six foot two and 220, 230 you know, pounds. Yeah. 
Right. And also an expert in all this stuff and a Green Beret and blah, blah, blah. And specifically from the story I heard was adept in a style that Bruce Lee was kind of interested in learning. Mm -hmm. Like it was more of a uh, kinetic, almost like a Western Aikido type of thing. Like somebody comes at you, use their strength to put them down, ground fighting kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know um, anything about that. what's, What's Bruce Lee's biggest contribution to martial arts like what do you what do you think of as being his stylist the stylistic element that separates him from other martial artists i don't know if it's stylistic though i, I think so he's got he's famous for something i wanted to see if you well wing chung i mean obviously uh, is, right is, that's is, style, is, is a style but the but, big um, the big thing is close up mm-hmm. delivering an incredibly strong punch mm-hmm. with with no distance between you and your yeah. opponent well which is like really fast i don't know how you're supposed to do that and and then also also he he Moved like a boxer, like everybody else would, like yeah. stand straight. You know, like I O'Hara. Think boxing is the best yeah. style. O'Hara. Says that in uh, either Chinese Connection or Fist of Fury. I don't remember which. But. O'Hara is like, or actually most of them that like, you know, they have their their style. Actually, all of them. O'Hara tries to grab him up close, mm-hmm. and they show exactly what I'm talking about. Bruce Lee delivers a couple of punches up yeah, close yeah. that are devastating. Yeah, that are, it's like whack, you yeah. know, whack, whack, whack. Right. But I mean, like, you know, they 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 would have this. Uh, this thing where they they would stand very still and like throw a punch. Right. But Bruce Lee is like, no, 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 I'm gonna bounce around. I'm gonna be like a boxer, like mm-hmm. you know Muhammad Ali or something like that. And so he'd like be in the balls of his feet and like bounce around and smack him upside their head. Nobody else would do that. Actually, I wonder if he would have been a good boxer. Like obviously not heavyweight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wouldn't have lasted very long. You know long. what's interesting about him but is he knew like he was interested in new uh, jujitsu. Like mm. one of the first things he did was like choke somebody out. That's what he did. He, he actually the very first scene when when they're in the Shaolin Temple, right? He choked the guy out. He didn't. He didn't yeah, like yeah, he's beat got the him. Right. crap. You know, he, right, he right, like right, right. like choked yeah. him out in like a I don't know what what, what kind of hold it would be, but um, full Nelson. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it was whatever it was. He choked him out. You know, he didn't he didn't sit there and and uh, beat the crap out of no, him. No, which that's right. Which he did like for the rest of the movie. And then immediately after winning that fight, right, the other monks, like, go over and do that. They put together, like, an arch. Yeah, yeah. He does the running flip over. Yeah. You don't really see him do a lot of gymnastics or acrobatics. That was actually a different guy. Oh, was it? It wasn't really? Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, I think I I know who you're talking about, actually. That was a – I just saw, like, a retrospective of that guy's career. That's right. It is a different guy. That was his his body double Tons and tons of movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right. He does a couple of the acrobatic stuff in the movie. When he's fighting Ohada, I think the same thing. I think that guy actually does the uh, the flips and stuff like so that. So you know yeah. what my favorite move is that I could never do? Huh? When uh, John Saxon gets knocked down prone and does that flip. Mm. That guy, I love that. It seems like such a simple thing. It's not easy that, to do. That was it's not like him. A, it's like a bridge uh, in motion. Yeah, yeah. That's not John Saxon? No. no. You don't think? God, no. I think no. a lot of martial artists know how to do that. I don't, I, but not him. Maybe. I mean, he, I would say it's a cool would, move. It's well, a cool okay, move. Okay, go watch it again. He's probably a size 33, a 34 waist. And whoever flips up is probably a size 27, 28 waist. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> you can see the okay. difference, man. It's like, oh, oh wow. that's disappointing. It's a much smaller <laughs> that's disappointing. version of that. I think, yeah, I really think. Uh, I mean, there, he was legitimately a martial artist, but. Yeah. That, I, I that's think he, not that's more gymnastics than martial uh, artists. No. I think he was underrated in this movie. I like John Saxon in this movie. Yeah, me but too. you you chose him as your fighter, so yeah, I think yeah. I would. I think I would choose if it wasn't the the jerk from New Zealand. Um, any one of the girls from Han's personal Gaddafi guard that that throw that, that throw their an earrings apple in the air and, stuff, and, and yeah. not not just throw a dart through the apple. But put it put it in your hand and blow. Yeah, that the was a weird one. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's a cool attack. Like I don't, you don't think that's real? It could be. I'm sure, there's a, a place where that that is real. Okay. Okay. A truth. So I what's guess. the story with Han? What's Han doing? I don't know. What's up with this hand, Cat Man? What's he doing? <laughs> what's he doing on an island? He's, I think it's heroin, right? Some kind of drug. Well, I, well, it's, they talk it's, about. I mean, they talk about the girls are hooked on heroin. So yeah, uh, he's growing something. Which I have no idea what an opium plant is, but I think it's opium plants. When he like kind of like Bruce Lee kind of picks up the plants and looks at them and yeah. like checks them out. But it would it would take a lot of those to make what he's making. 
It would take a do lot. That. Yeah, you know, you they know? showed a map of this island. Yeah, and, and it's I'm not like, very big. That's not big enough to yeah. grow. Well, you don't grow opium. What am I talking about? You grow poppies. You grow poppies. And what then what the hell's wrong with you? You harvest the poppies, you make opium out right. of poppies, right? But then you have to process that into heroin, right? Which they showed there's some kind of chemical operation. There's going some on. something going on because when uh, yeah. when uh, um, Saxon, walks what's through. Jim Kelly's character's name? I'm drawing a blank for Williams. a second. When um, Williams. Williams? Williams, I think. Okay. Well, when he dies, there's like an acid pit. Yeah. So there's some kind of chemicals going on. So that kind of connects. Well, those I dot, mean, just those when, dots connect. When Saxon's me. walking through, he's got there's all those vats right. of like right. stuff. Right, right, right. So there's some kind of – so you're yeah. growing poppies, processing yeah. it into heroin. Maybe. But I feel like you need acres and acres and acres right. of poppies, like yeah. all of Afghanistan. So like Helmand right. province is sort what you of, need that's sort of to the grow. Yeah. that, yeah. I don't think you can do it on a little tiny island. I but don't think so. All right, fine. Let's just forget that. So does this remind you of James Bond? Yes. It's like a Dr. No kind of thing going on, right? Like Han's Island. Like Is Han Dr. not Dr. Dr. No? I mean, yeah. They, 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 He's he even like petting a cat in one scene, remember? Yes. I mean, they, puts the, the cats. The, the guy, the one, guy of, is, one of John Saxon's best lines, when he puts the cat on yeah. the guillotine and he picks up and he's like, now you've got eight more. And he delivers yeah. that line so well. Yeah. I was like, okay, there is a person in this that can act. Yes. What about Han? You think that guy can act? No. No? That guy was redubbed by a different actor. Okay. Wasn't even the same actor. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that guy, uh, he, he was a good, I mean, that guy was pretty badass. I mean, the, the actor. He's pretty, pretty cool. He's a pretty, pretty cool villain. Pretty good, right? So do, do you know uh, Chekhov? Yeah. Anton Chekhov? Yeah, yeah. He said uh, at one point that if you see a clawed hand in a case, at the beginning of a of a movie, mm-hmm. then you, then someone will be stabbed with that claw hand later yeah. in the in the book in the yeah. show, right? Is that? Yeah. Am I getting that quote right? Yeah, that's pretty. Because it's like he goes to the museum, and he's like seeing all these yeah. like things, and, and there's that, claw, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. little clawed yeah. hand, and that ends up somebody gets killed. Met, multiple people get killed with it. Right. So Han screws up in this fight. Yeah. Right. He's fighting Bruce Lee. Goes after him with a spear. Yes. I don't know if you noticed how awkward the spear fighting was. Yes. You don't use a long spear if you have one hand. Right. <laughs> that's a, that's like I, I feel like that's spear 101. Yeah. Yeah. It's a two-handed weapon. Yeah. And then they're fighting in the mirror pit. Uh-huh. Right. Like there's all these mirrors around. Han has set up this like a, like essentially like he cast mirror image. You know, like he's he's like using the fact that that Bruce Lee can't find him to get like a sneak attack on Bruce uh-huh. Lee. Right. Goes after him, just scratches him. <laughs> I'm like, you got this. It's these. He replaces the you first could, hand that has you, the crooked thing. You could stab thing. him. He doesn't do that though. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but, like, if you run him through, you're done. You yeah, win. Right. You're done. Han wins yeah, the fight. Just scratches him, and yeah. it happens twice. Yeah. He goes like, after him, sneaks up, scratches yeah. him in the face, scratches him in the belly. I'm like, yeah. you're you're not utilizing your assets right. the way you right. should be. I feel like yeah. this is not a great plan. In this All fight. it really did was was lead him to that famous uh, Lix's Lix's blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. I was. Oh, I'm wondering how scripted that was. It wasn't in the script. Yeah, the mirror scene is not in the script. None of it was. They came up with it on the set and just did it that way, which mm. is weird because there's a plant earlier in the earlier in the film where his master tells him about the enemy using illusions against you. And then it, it comes around. So they must have added that later. Mm. But mm. in the original script, there wasn't the mirror fighting scene. That, right. that got added later. But, um, yeah, he gets kicked He gets kicked in that fight, right? There's like yeah. a part where he, he's kind of winning the fight. Bruce Lee's winning the fight for a little bit. And <laughs> you see a close-up of Han from the back. And Bruce Lee kicks it roundhouse to the face. Clearly, it's a bag of sand <laughs> that gets kicked in the head and yeah. goes down. It's not even close to looking like a human being. <laughs> he falls so fast yeah. that you're like, that's not. If a person, if a person's upper musculature moved that fast, they'd die. Yeah. Like it would break your neck. Yeah. No. Um, it's a really good soundtrack. You right? thought so? I think so. You think so? I, I mean, let's say it's distinctive. You're not going to yeah. mistake what movie you're watching. When you, you might. I mean, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. like this, yeah. it's just. Yeah, from, from any other movie. But it's got the, it's also got this like. 70s funk to it. It's like got this kind of well stereotypical martial arts, but then there's also this. I hate to almost say it, but like say it. sounds like a porn movie, yeah, like, yeah. like like, <laughs> like a stereotypical say, porn yeah. movie music. Right. But yeah, so it's like James Bond and uh, well, they kind of call that like the the Doctor No of yeah. There's definitely a, there's a there's a Doctor No there's a Doctor No vibe. There definitely is. Yeah, he um he's in there. He goes at that last bit where he goes like Metal Gear Solid. He just goes and he's doing a stealth mission yeah. to go in and fight everybody at Han's palace. 
and he sneaks in and he finds that snake. Oh, right, yeah. Right? And then he keeps him. Yeah, I him don't back. understand why the snake doesn't bite. Maybe he's just smarter about snakes than the other guys, but, like, he just kind of, you know, the snake comes after him, he just kicks it away. Like, he kind of yeah. picks it up and throws it in after these guys. So there was, uh, it reminded me, of there was this uh, thing that happened at the D.C. Zoo when I was a kid. Two boys hopped the fence, went into the reptile house in the middle of the night, and stole a gaboon viper. Oh, jeez. Right, which is this fearsome, like, one of the most poisonous snakes. I think it's the most poisonous snake in Africa, short of maybe the black mamba. Anyway, very dangerous snake. And these boys stole it, put it in a bag, threw it over their shoulder, got on the <laughs> bus, headed back to, to headed back home, and it just bit the kid through the bag oh, and he ended up in the course. emergency room and stuff. And, you know, I was thinking, did they watch Enter the Dragon? Yeah, it's like, is that what happened? What did you, you think thinking? you could just have a poisonous snake in what a freaking thinking? bag? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I remember that snake too. That same snake came back to the zoo. I used to go see it all the time. When really? I was a kid. They lived for like 30 or 40 years. I mean, it was. Well, good for, that, good for that snake, that's all I can say. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm pretty much rooting for the snake in that yeah, scenario. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, uh, Kids screwing with a stupid snake. We've got to finish this guy because oh, yeah. I can't. Uh, I'm riding my bike home. I've already been wounded once. So. Well, you're, you're taking that home, too. Give me a little too. more soju. I cannot take that home. <laughs> you can't take that home? No. In, on a, yeah. in my, little, my little camel pack on, top of, on a bike? Yeah, so there's the snake scene, and then he gets in there and screws up. And the stealth mission of the video game turns into, do you ever play Goldeneye? Yes. So you know how there's a couple of boards where if you screw up, there are hordes of AK-47 yeah. wielding guys that come yeah. after you. It was like that scene. It was like he screws up, and there's just guy after guy after right. guy right. coming after him trying to kick his ass. I'm sorry, trying to beat him up. And Well, there's no guns. There can't be guns. Right. Right? Han doesn't believe in guns. Han doesn't so like guns. Essentially, it's a fist fight, yeah. mass fist fight. Fortunately, every time he punches somebody, they die. Right. They don't get back up again. Like in real life, when somebody gets punched, they just get back up and sure. probably kill you. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever tried to knock somebody out in mm -hmm. real life? In real life, have you ever seen anybody get knocked out? No. Okay. Either one. No. So I had a situation it's one time. Not, it's not easy. No. I mean, it, it's, no. It's not. I had a situation one time with a very intoxicated friend when I was in college, who was intoxicated to the point where he was antagonizing police and like. I ended up sitting on this stoop with him in a headlock, and I was sitting there. He was trying to bite me, then threw up on me. I mean, it was a Jeez. disaster. Yeah. And I was looking at him. I was like, could I knock him out? Because I could let go for a second and just try to take this guy out. With, and I was like, yeah. that only happens in movies. And right. I ended up sitting there with this guy for like two hours in a headlock waiting for him to kind of sober up because I didn't think it's realistic. In yeah. the movies, you can knock somebody out, but in real life, it's not a thing. You just hit somebody and they they go to sleep. And well, I mean, if they you, do, you, they've been no, badly injured, I mean, right? No, that's, no. Not, that's not like a that's no, like a no, minor. You, no, you can. I mean, you can. It's you possible. Can, you can smack somebody hard enough, hit them in the right spot, they will go to sleep. It's not pleasant for either one, though. I mean, that's the that's the problem. Is it not something that anybody wants to do? No, you know. No, and also you're hurt. Something bad has happened to your brain. Yeah, obviously it's it's, no, it's something you want to do in, casually. Injury, yeah. So there's an, so there's another guy that comes after him in uh, the, in the bit where the whole so there's a couple of guys try to fist fight him and then a couple of guys get the idea they're like this guy is clearly a higher level than we are so we need to get some weapons uh, and they come after him with various weapons and he gets some tanfa you know tanfa the yeah. the the nightsticks he's got a pair of those and he's like all right this is kind of cool and then one guy has nunchucks yes and he looks at Bruce Lee. And he just gives up and goes, blah, runs at him with the yeah. nunchucks and swings him over his head like he's never seen a pair of nunchucks in his entire <laughs> life. And Bruce Lee takes that guy out, gets the nunchucks, and a couple more guys come in, and he goes into this demonstration of, like, basic yeah. nunchuck form. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Where he's just, he's just, like, doing the and nunchucks. He's, like he's, he's using them. They're moving so fast. It sounds like a bird tweeting. Uh -huh. It's like, yeah. instead of... You know, I mean, it's just that. Oh, I love that. That's I, I was, that's where I think that's where my Bruce Lee moment of the entire okay. film. Where I'm uh -huh. like, this guy's about to just beat a thousand people. The problem is, though, he uses the nunchucks. Nunchucks. I think he wastes like four people with them. Yeah. And he moves on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Can I give away my biggest surprise then? Sure. So in that scene, yeah. takes a dude out, Kay. gets him in a headlock, holds him for a second, snaps his neck, throws him to the ground. Okay. You know what my biggest surprise is? Huh. That's Jackie Chan. 
Oh, that's right. The guy, he gets in a headlock and breaks his neck and throws him to yeah. the ground without ever really seeing his face. I had to watch it in slow motion. I, you know, I, I think was I like, saw that. that is Jackie Chan. Yeah, I think like, I saw that. That's the, that's the ja- guy. Jackie Chan is actually like throughout uh, the, the, the He's in, in the movie in other places, yeah. yeah but he actually gets his place, face yeah. on screen as he's spinning around, you know, wow. like being defeated by Bruce Lee in that part. That, that was my biggest surprise. I actually didn't know that's that. That's crazy. I wasn't aware because... I know those scenes pretty pretty well. Like we used to kind of right. half-assedly choreograph, choreograph them <laughs> right. in the basement. Do it yourself. We yeah, do it yeah. ourselves. That was it. That's, have, that's a good one. Did you have a biggest surprise? Biggest surprise. Um, well, I mean, the obvious one for me has always sure. been the uh, the whole uh, Jim Kelly cop thing at the very beginning. Oh, I know, right? He gets I, this BLM moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that it's great? Like, it's like, how, how long before well, that was really... Let's, let's now, see. I guess if you're black, that's always been on your consciousness, but for white dudes, right. I feel like we didn't know about that until well, Rodney King, right? Like, I guess. I mean, like, you know, okay, so you're a black guy. You just left the uh, the dojo, you know, you're right. dojo, because you've been invited to this international, right. you know, karate competition. You've got a suitcase in your hand. Mm-hmm. And like apparently a Pan Am, that's totally gone. Right? Yeah, There's like no yeah, Pan Am like okay. backpack or something like that that you're carrying as well, right. so that everybody knows that you're flying somewhere. But but you're just he's you're, not going. You Hawaii. literally just walk out of the dojo mm. onto the street, and then then two white police right. officers from from L.A. Where is he? Is he in L.A.? Yeah, he's okay. L.A. And they stop you, and they they're Protect like, "Protect and oh. serve my foot." <laughs> no, and then just. Start going at him. So here's the thing, though. The whole scene is really weird because if you're a white guy. Which I am, in case anybody hasn't. Are you? In case anybody hasn't picked it's, up on that. It's dark in here. So if, if, you're, if you're just like, you know, typical white guy and you're watching this movie, you'd be like, what? <laughs> and if you're a, a black guy, would you say, yeah, that's exactly how it is. I walk out, I walk out of my dojo and get, well, it's and, 1974. And get harassed by it's, the cops. It's 1974. I think the level of police harassment harassment was more intense right like you're not you're not talking about like a situation where someone's doing something bad and the police react with too much violence you're talking about you don't think it plays up just a little bit what in the film yeah well yeah i think yeah of course they do right i mean that's that's kind of the point right it's like so i guess what i'm what i'm but i also think in those days i think a black man in a suit looking good looking like he's going somewhere okay cops might decide to thump him on the head I think it was worse than it is today. Way worse than it is today. You're probably right. You know, and it definitely was like that Maybe. back in the fifties and forties, like before that. But I mean, but 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 here's the thing. Here here's my question though. Are they playing up that, or are they playing up like a trope? Are they playing up a trope? Well, they are because he has to have a reason to go. He has to have a reason why he can't go home. Because John Saxon's got the uh, Roper's got the um, the gambling debts. Right. The mobs after him. You know, and he, he beats up a bunch of mob dudes. Sure. And uh, Bruce Lee's got his motivation. What's Bruce right. Lee's motivation for the tournament? Other than the sister. I thought it was his sister. He has to avenge the honor of his Shaolin Temple. Oh, the Shaolin Temple, yeah. So I was in uh, college at one point, and I was taking... At a Shaolin um, Temple? I was taking Shaolin Kung Fu, actually. Wow. And a buddy of mine at school, this guy, Frank, you... this guy Frank Archer, uh-huh. that we used to call Black Frank, because we had two friends named Frank, White Frank, Black Frank. Anyway, so Black Frank comes up to me one day, Sounds like a pirate name, I know. Yeah. So we were um, talking, we were playing basketball, and he was like talking to me, and he asked me where I where I go to school and stuff. And I told him I was at this Hapkido, not Hapkido. What the hell am I talking about? Hung Fat was the name of our style, Shaolin. And he and he was like, "Your master is he's nothing. Like anybody could anybody could kick that guy's butt." And he oh. just kept going on about it. And I was like. Am I actually in a position where we're here where I need to defend the honor <laughs> of my Shaolin school? Like, is that is that what I'm supposed to wow, do? Wow, like, this is like a like a movie. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, I, he just kept going on. I, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was trolling me or what, but it was it was a very weird situation. I was. I so what did you do? Just remain silent. I was just kind of like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, he was You're a little. Right. He was a little silly. I mean, he was kind of a silly guy, but it was funny because I, I found myself in the position of needing to defend my temple. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so. You were saying that, um, so what I thought is I thought that his response, which is the guys are like, he's not going away. And then he just kicks the cops' asses. Yeah, yeah. And, and then takes, takes, their their, car. takes their car. What, oh, a, that's the best what part. a gangster move. Yeah, I love that. Right? That's so cool. Oh, me too. But I was also like, I feel like that might have been a little hasty. Maybe so. Like, maybe, I don't know. They hadn't actually 
tried to hit him or anything. I don't know. It, well, it, it seemed it, like a bad situation. You so know, I could, I could sympathize. You know what they always say, like for for racist things. What's a different time? You know, like for Ma- Nathan Bedford Forrest. He oh tried boy! To, he, oh boy! He, where, he, are we, where are we going? Well, he tried to. You know, he tried to run out all the black people out of uh, Tennessee by forming the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, yeah. people will say. Well, it was a different time then. You know, just, just <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> well, I don't say that. I heard you say it the other day. No, I, I, I don't say that about that. That's. But what I'm saying, though, this is actually in defense. Haven't of, we said before on this podcast that we're going to go ahead and cancel the Ku Klux Klan? Didn't we say that before? No. I think we had this I thought conversation. you said you were going to celebrate them. I'm officially canceling the KKK. That's, well, that's, they're, not, they're not okay with me. Uh, so. Changing positions. I don't even know but if they exist anymore. Is that a thing? Did something like, you know, that, that was kind of like that, like. Kind of like I'm gonna kick the sh- crap out of these right. lily white police officers and then take their police car. I mean that's that's a that's baller like, move. Yeah, you know, it is baller move. And then yeah. drive up to the airport and fly to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Par- I don't, where do you? You probably don't even have to pay to park, right? You go to the right. airport. You probably just drive up to the terminal. Yeah. Because you're already in a stolen police car, so you could just drive up. Sure. Maybe you could I'll, drive onto the runway. Although, although you're not. You could probably drive right onto the tarmac in, uh, if you not, ran your if you ran your uniform, lights. If you ran your lights, mm-hmm. I bet they'd let you on the tarmac, and you could just walk right up onto the plane. Maybe. They might get suspicious after seeing your five-inch, like, fro. fro. <laughs> I feel like, like that, that Jim, Kelly, Jim Kelly's fro, regu- Jim Kelly's fro regulation? Needs, needs, like, a high billing in this movie. Yeah. That's a, that, is a, that is a terrific fro, yeah. But he was awesome. He's I, I, love, he's I love him, and I love that part. I love that. You know, they're just like all all of a sudden we're going to be racist for racist sake. We're just you know, there's I don't no know. reason. I feel like it was the '70s version of being woke. It's actually pretty woke for something like that. Like when he goes when he goes to Hong Kong and okay, he, they're right. in the harbor well, and he's like, "They don't live so big over there. Ghettos yeah. are the same all over the world. Uh, they all stink. They stink. Yeah. you know. But but it's got a little social commentary. But, but no, like, I that's, mean, that's no. Not, is he? Is he? Don't is do he, that in action movies, is that right? a caricature? Though of cops, I mean, come on. Oh, a caricature of cops. Yeah, oh, I mean, is that what you we're know, worried about? Um, worried caricature about, of cops. I mean, like that—that whole scene—is it that that didn't happen every day? Obviously, if it well, happened every day, of course you know, not. Of course not. In nineteen seventy, whatever. But it did happen. Well, it did happen. It did happen. I don't know. Yeah, sure. They're playing it up. You know, they're playing up in L.A. Especially L.A. was not. I mean, it's not like backwater Virginia or something like that. Excuse me. I'm from Virginia. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's um, exactly what I mean. You know, LA is always famously more conservative than Northern California, right? There's Southern California, LA? there's Northern California. You know, not well, so much today. You might, you might be thinking of like, no, but but back in the day, San Diego, when we Orange were County. When, we, when we were kids, yeah, like right, Orange County, like LA, like it's where like Ronald Reagan's from. You know, I mean, that was a lot more conservative back in the day. Not so much now, obviously. LA is just like yeah. New York or whatever, but. Yeah, but I think it was still it was still much much uh, more liberal. Well, anyway, that police force that that beat up Rodney King, <laughs> there were there were some bad apples there, and that's always the thing is that the cops are never actually from the jurisdiction; they're from wherever they need to be from to be cops. Like, oh, that's sure. Yeah, you know, that's I, true. like DC. How many of the cops are actually from DC? Even when my granddad was a DC cop, they had a rule that people had to live in the district, so he had to like tell people that other cops were from his house. They had to report to his address because n- nobody that wanted to be a cop lived in the District of Columbia. They all lived out right. in Prince George's County. Then we got into a more general discussion of police brutality, right? which I don't approve of. I think police should be nice to people. <laughs> um, well, thanks thanks for getting that straight. Within reason. I like within that. Reason, within reason. If, if, if somebody's, like so the thing I used to see when I was a kid. I like how when people say like, Thing I, okay, yeah. per, piece, of know, pers- piece of personal experience. Just, just so you'll know. So I told you about Black I'm, Frank. I am not at all for child marriage. That's right. Just what I've seen with my own eyes, and this is a story about Black Frank also. Uh-huh. We were driving down Braddock Road in Fairfax, coming from George Mason University. Now, when I was a young man, I used to get pulled over on a regular basis because you're just young. Cops screw with you. Mm-hmm. Just life. So I get pulled over. Black Frank's in the car. I get pulled over. It's not I get pulled over. And the cop talks to me. It's four police cars pull up. The guy calls for backup, and we get a lineup of cars behind us, which is Jesus. never. And I've been pulled over at this point in my at this stage of my life dozens of times. All the time they're pulling us over because I'm don't have a lot of money and I'm a young dude. Like fine, they they just kind of roll you, you know. Mm-hmm. But with a black guy in my car, 
it turns into like an incident. Three or four cars in backup lined up behind the car that Jesus. pulled me over, and I haven't done anything. They just they're just checking like my registration or something. You know, it didn't turn into an incident. You know, but I'm just saying like they called for backup because there was a black because there was a black yeah. guy in the car, and God knows what could happen, yeah. right? Like. Very strange. Like, and I saw that with my own eyes. I was like, yeah. all right, this is not what happens to me when I get pulled sure, over. I sure. get picked on because I'm a young guy. And fair enough, young guys are trouble. Yeah. Across the board, young men are trouble. Especially Everybody yeah. in jail is a yeah. young man. We yeah. all know this, right? right? God forbid there's a black person around, then all of a sudden it's a completely different yeah. ballgame. Now, we didn't get hit over the head with nightsticks or anything, probably because I was like, yes, sir, officer, yes, sir, <laughs> you know, like, right. but something that I can attest to. Right. You know, but I wasn't going to Hawaii. So the guy didn't need to beat me up and stop me or anything. So <laughs> exactly. With your with your TWA bag. Who sends him on the mission? I mean, I know it's too. this guy Braithwaite, right? Bruce Lee. Yeah. Who the, who is that? Is that the British authorities? British intelligence. Yeah. Like, am I? Well, which one's real? Am I five? Am I six? I, James Bond works for the one that's fake, and then the real one is am I? I don't know. Whatever. Am I but something? It makes sense though, with because Hong Kong is right. is right. still British at that point. So. Correct. And was until 1999 or something, yeah. 98. That's so a, now that's a weird little holdover. Now they're oppressed communists. It's actually a bad situation. It actually bums me out. They were it's supposed to have their it's own a, rules. It's a terrible They were supposed situation. to have their own rules until yeah. 2047. Yeah. Well, and that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and nobody's going to do anything about it at all. So, Well, no. I mean, come at me, China. I, I don't approve of the way you're treating Hong Kong. I'll right. go on record as saying right. that. I, right. I don't like it. Well, China, that's what China's at, attitude is. Like, come at us. What are you well, do about it? What are we going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. When, when I was a kid, yeah. we had this thing, uh, the Tibetan Freedom Festival. Uh-huh. And it was like this great big thing. It was yeah. terrific bands. And we saw, I got to see Bjork, the Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, yeah. Wyclef Jean was there. Like, it was just, everybody was there. Yeah. And even as like a young guy, I was like, okay. I but mean, uh, Roger Gere, or no, Richard Gere. Gere? Richard Gere, yeah. Right. Like, he hasn't worked in Hollywood in years because he is like an, an, an adamant about Tibetan freedom. Right. Right. That's what I was saying. But you know. even as a young guy, I was thinking, like, what are we, what do we think we're going to do about this? Tibet, we can't get troops there. We're not going to fight the Chinese over Tibet. What do you, what do you want to do about it? Well, we have no leverage in this situation. Yeah. We go and we make movies in Xinjiang, you know, like right. the Mulan movie was filmed there. Thank you to the government of Xinjiang, it says right. at the end of the film. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Well, these idiots like you know? Disney and all the rest of them need to stop. What are they going to do? China, China actually shuts companies down if they mess up. Well, what's the um, Fine. HMV? Let, let them you shut know? them down. I mean, when, when companies make China one of their primary demographics, customer bases, means they rely on them, of right? Course. Yeah. Of course. So yeah. they need to not do that. I had a high school teacher, Mr. G, mm-hmm. awesome guy, and he was uh, from Hong Kong originally. And I remember he told us all, he was like, when Hong Kong reverts back to China, Hong Kong will change China and not the other way around. Mm. Uh, he wasn't like 100% wrong, right? Like definitely China is not communist anymore. Right. But it's just sad to see Hong yeah. Kong get overwhelmed the way it has been because it could have been could have been something special. But So who are the guys in the cages? They were drunks what and the people... What is going on there? Drunks and people who just didn't care or whatever. And 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 Mr. Han is an mm-hmm. island filled with soldiers dressed in white. Yes. Puts a bunch of guys in cages right. who hate him right. dressed in black. Right. So just in case someone opens up those cages, that there's an army to fight his army. <laughs> now right. why? I don't really see the upside of this. It's well, like in it's like in video games where someone where the bad guys always leave explosive barrels around their soldiers that right. you can shoot and it kills. It's like it really doesn't seem like there's not a lot of upside yeah. to that plan. Yeah. So I don't really understand what's going on there. The drunken men who no longer care where they wake up. Why right. put them in cages? What is supp- I, I, that, that part completely lost me. Did it have something to do with, like, the drug testing, like, with the, the women? I mean, they had those women in the cages, right, yeah. that were being given drugs for some inscrutable reason. Why would you give – why are you giving yeah. away free drugs? Testing drugs? These drugs work? You like the drugs? Yeah, I like the drugs. They're great. Make sure they, they, they're hooked on them or something like that. But then what? Know. We had too many drugs. we got to, like, use them on somebody. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> right. really understand the, the marketing scheme there. And then, yeah. and then at the end – He's got this plan where he's going to have Bolo fight mm-hmm. John. No, sorry, John Saxon's going to fight Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. The plan is to have John Saxon, or sorry, uh, Roper kill right. Bruce Lee. Right. John Saxon says no. So he has Bolo fight him. 
But then Bruce Lee defeats Bolo. No, no. Saxon defeats Bolo. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. And then Han is just like, yeah, every, just kill them. <laughs> just just, just, just uh, murder everybody. Let's just free-for-all battle. But his plan yeah. goes to dish like so fast right. that you have to ask yourself, what was it in the first place? What, <laughs> oh, right. what was the strategy yeah. that led to that decision? Right. Like, you, you were going to have, I don't know. I don't well, know how, it was kind what's of, what's it the was, win scenario there? It was kind of like it actually reminded me a lot of the end of Blazing Saddles. Okay. Okay. What are the free for all? Yeah, it's a yeah. big free for all, and and there's like you know the the singing and dancing, the chorus line going on, and right. then suddenly it crashes into that, and like oh you know. And, so and what song was going through your head when you were watching everybody? I was just looking at. It, I was like, I had this thought. I was like, what's happening here? And I was like, well, everybody is. Oh, everybody's kung fu fighting. I was literally, oh, literally no, no. I had that sentence go no. through my head without the song attached to it. And then uh, I was like, oh, that's literally just what, uh, that's the, the climax uh, yeah. of this film. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Everybody's it's a yeah. terrible. Pretty dark ending also, because the girl dies. Yeah. Remember yeah. the girl's dead? Uh, Roper's right. girlfriend? Remember, like, he looks over and she's just, like, there, dead? Right. That's pretty dark. Well, but she was kind of an accomplice. She, she she's definitely of, an accomplice. She yeah. really had to die. But how I mean, did she die? What kind, What happened to her? She just, somebody, somebody punched her and you die when you get punched. Right. Somebody well, probably kicked her in the crotch. Something probably. fell in on her. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. Somebody was kung fu fighting yeah. and then something yeah. fell yeah. onto her. Yeah. And that was the end oh, of her. Kind of how it works. I wanted to see them end up together. I thought, I thought Roper and, like, crazy... Manipulated heroin girl, we're gonna <laughs> run off together somewhere, right? Well, live in Vietnam or something like somewhere. She did give good like foot massages, like with her feet, like with not her a feet. massage applied to the yeah, feet, yeah. but with her feet, like, like yeah. So, uh, what do you say? It's your verdict. Well, I, I, I would definitely toast this, man. You would? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's up to you because I forced yeah. it upon you. Yeah, so. no, no, you no. Know, I is, love this thing. All right, so this is this is an Academy Award, but. It's this not? Is Wait a minute. Best well, martial not. arts film? What was the best martial arts film of 74 if this wasn't it? Isn't that a category? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if it was, toasting this classic? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Let's do it. All that right. was a decent, that was actually, yeah. since we removed the velour from the bad, glasses, right? it actually sounded a little better. Well, we toasted the classic. I think we're done. Yeah. I think toasting the classics is out. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. That's it for episode eight of Toasting the Classics. For those playing along at home, we're going cheap next time. Grab a six-pack of Miller High Life for our discussion of George Carlin's stand-up, specifically his 1972 album FM and AM, and 2008's It's Bad For You. If you'd like to get in touch, send us an email at toastingtheclassics at gmail.com. Send us show ideas, your comments, complaints about how we drank a Korean beverage for a Chinese movie, whatever. Check out my blog at theattractivenuisance.com and follow us on Twitter at at reactivenuisance. Our music was written by Michelle MacArthur. See you next time on Toasting the Classics.